friends, welcome back. I'm Alexis. I'm an Aries, a fur mom, uh, a bad bitch, and still fucking cuffed and out of these streets for hot girl summer. Mm, okay. <laughs> we're we're happy for you, friend, us on the street. Um, my name is Brianna. Welcome back, everybody. Um, I'm a skater girl, a Scorpio, so ready for Scorpio season. Um, and I'm an occupational therapist because I paid a lot of money to have that title. So oh. registered oh. and licensed. So <laughs> get at me. <laughs> um, but yes, you guys, thank you so much for tuning in to this week's episode of Not New to This, a bunch new to this. No, Bree, like when you said occupational therapist, like my something just moved in my soul, like no lie. So <laughs> I'm so excited to hear about like your for real, like first week, big girl on the job, doctor true blood type shit. Right. So I'm not a doctor. Shout out to all the MPs though. And the PA. I feel like we go through this, but like uh, by Grey's Anatomy scale, which is the only scale of which I know medicine, you're a doctor. You wear scrubs, you yeah. know? Yes, girl. No shade to everybody else at the hospital, but everybody else at the hospital wears scrubs too, as well as the um, from the custodial staff to the technicians. So it's really not that deep. Okay. Um, the people working the respirators are wearing scrubs, girl. They're comfortable. Oh, okay, cool. So I guess I guess everybody has them. Uh, Grey's Anatomy led me to believe something different. Understand? Yeah, girl, it's really yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. But anyways, I you know it's still no small feat. Um, what I have accomplished. So let's just let's celebrate that. Clap, clap, bravo. Anyways, I so my first week as an occupational therapist. Obviously, I have no idea what I'm doing, but I do. Um. I don't know, it was, like, scary going into a patient's room for the first time, and there's no, like, clinical instructor there to be, like, well, just in case, or, like, just giving you little things that you have to remember when you go into a patient's room or whatever. Um, but, you know, I'm there to do occupational therapy, and I feel like I just need to be confident in my skills. Um, you know, so it was a good week. It was a really good week. I found out that I'll be the only occupational therapist there to which Alexis replied when I told her, oh, you'll be the only doctor at the hospital, which is not the case again, but I will be the only occupational therapist there, uh, which is a little intimidating, but there's a lot of like seasoned staff there at the hospital I work for. Like they've been working there for like 2019, you know, several, like almost two decades most of the staff has been working there and they're from other disciplines like speech therapy and um, physical therapy. So, you know, they have a wealth of knowledge, I'm sure. And, you know, if I need help, you know, just finding like wipes or socks or something, they know they can help me with that. So that's cool. Um, but yeah, I'm just trying to find the balance. Also, got paid last week. First big girl check. Big things. Big things. This is the year of the check. The year of the freaking paycheck is finally here. Um, yeah, I didn't know what to do. I was almost scared to spend it. I was like, hold up. Let me, um, you know, pay my 10% to the Lord, our Father. <laughs> then I'll go out and ball out and do whatever. But, um, yeah, girl. Your girl ain't broke no more. Not that I was ever broke. But your girl ain't scared no more. Okay, like, it's really, it's really a blessing, honestly. It's a different kind of feeling. But, yeah, that yeah, was I a feel pretty like- good week. 
okay good I feel like the first check is always like wait what and then when you become accustomed to it it's like that's what I feel like after like probably like your fourth or fifth check you're like they aren't paying me enough for this bullshit well <laughs> but like, yeah yeah but I feel like the first check is always like oh shit like I'm an adult like oh I have a check not that like bullshit RA money Valdosta was paying us that was quote-unquote stipend that was compensation <laughs> I'm throwing up air quotes because it was some bull um but yeah girl no um I looked up because they let you like go in the system or whatever you can see how much they're taking out federal and state and I said Uncle Sam is disrespectful Okay, I understand that Medicare is a, you know, they're a system and they're, they're necessary, but Social Security, I, I just, taxes, it's a lot. And for me, it's for, yeah, for me, it's ghetto. <laughs> I just feel like, and then, you know, as like, we're single women, so like, the way my mom puts it is, the more you make, the more they take, so. <sighs> no, Donna, that Donna is correct, 100%. <laughs> I it's gotten to the point I don't even like to go and look and see what I could have made because it's it's just sad. Right. Let me just see the net. I just want to see the net payment. How much are y'all giving me after y'all have taken and taken and taken from me? But it's all good. It's all good. God is still blessing us. Absolutely. We have roofs over our head and all of that, all of that jazz. Um, but yeah, how was your week, Alexis? Well, before I tell you, do we have a Glenn Coco update or are we leaving it this, alone? There is not going to be a segment dedicated to this man. He is not that important. So, no. <laughs> we don't. I, I've got people asking, so I just wanted to be sure. People being your boyfriend, um, who is also of the Caucasian, I just feel like he's on his side for some reason. Um, I, I but, think so, too. He doesn't. I literally... <laughs> Yeah, so Joel asked me about him, uh, like, yesterday, the day before yesterday, and he was like, I was really rooting for them. And in my head, I was thinking, were you really rooting for them so that Brie and I were both dating white men at the same time? But <laughs> it, was, it, it, like, crossed my mind, and then I just let it go, because I was like, maybe he also just is really invested in Brie being happy, because he knows that you're so important to me, but. <sighs> oh, my God, I'm important to you? You're disgusting. Oh my God, you said it. <laughs> Anyways, <Nope>. my week. <laughs> yes, tell us all about it. Um, wait, are you drinking right now or no? Yes, Alexa. I know you see me reaching for this. Are you trying to be? I, me? I no, I just hadn't seen you take a sip, so I just didn't know what the vibe was. Right I now. took. Se- okay. I've I've taken a couple of sips. Okay, just mm-hmm. asking. Um. So my week this week, it's been a really good week. Um, it's been chaotic. So um, my stuff got delivered from Houston to my apartment on Saturday. Um, I am currently still living in corporate housing. So like I was in a hotel and that was super shitty, but now I'm in super nice corporate housing. So very happy. Um, but all of my stuff is in my actual apartment that I will live in in downtown Austin, but it's just not unpacked. Like, I haven't finished decorating. Like, there's still a lot of stuff to buy. So I'm just going to gradually move in. So I'm hoping next weekend, like, I will really start, like, putting a room together and shit like that. Um, Work was pretty chaotic this week. Like, let me tell you what is happening. <laughs> Y'all raring up for Black Friday? 
Um, no, so we're, we're gearing up because Alicia Bowler Davis, who is the senior vice president of global fulfillment, and she is the highest ranking black person in Amazon, but she's also a woman. So she's obviously like also the highest ranking black woman in Amazon. And I want to say like, she's like the only person or she's the only black woman or black person, like, like in a, a VP role. Um, and she's coming to visit my site on Tuesday and I get to sit in a round table with her. I, I, I'm like speechless because I feel like that is a big deal. It is such a big deal. So like I'm an L7. Alicia Buller Davis is like a 10 or 11 or something. She's like, she's like, she reports directly to Dave Clark, who was reporting directly to James, Jeff Bezos. So like she is important as fuck wait dave clark isn't the one who replaced jeff is he no 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 dave clark is like the ceo of customer fulfillment okay who replaced jeff uncle drew okay drew okay so she's basically jeff adjacent got it yeah she's jeff adjacent so she's super important and i am so excited that i get to meet her um so that's a super big deal that we've just been preparing for so on tuesday like that is the only thing I will be concerned about. Okay. They gotta be on point. Job gotta be done correctly. Um, not a nail out of place. Okay. A box. Exactly. Every box where it's supposed to be. Every coworker. Exactly where they need to be. What's her name again? I want to look her up. Alicia Bowler Davis. I'm assuming she's married with all these names. <laughs> it's the affluence for me. Yes, ma'am, with the perm, with the press. (laughs) Yes. I love when I Google black women and they just look like what I knew they were going to give. Oh, my God. She could, like, be your aunt. Like, (laughs) she could literally. She could literally. I'm I'm hoping she's super cool and will take a picture with me because I definitely need one. I need one for my LinkedIn. You need that for your, yeah, especially for the gram, but. What's that, what's that girl say at the end of that Drake song? I need a picture with Drake. My Instagram is weak as fuck. Fuck. <laughs> My LinkedIn is weak as fuck. I need a picture with the CEO. Look. Look. <laughs> Dang. Oh, that is so cool. Actually, that's really exciting. That's something to look forward to. Yeah. So super pumped for that. Um, Tank and I are finally living together again. So for like the last week he's been living at my apartment by himself when there was no furniture there um but but he is pretty healed from his neutering we're gonna go and get his stitches removed this weekend coming up and then he'll take this stupid ass cone off his head i was gonna ask is he still in the cone he's still coned up he looks so cute but it's also so annoying he like runs into everything he like it just comes up to you like just trying to play with you that shit scratches you it's a lot <laughs> he's like, like, peripherals are blocked <laughs> I, I, feel like, I feel like i'm in the fucking cone with how much i'm oh affected my. by it <laughs> oh my god you got a couple of paper cuts and now it's it's really ruining your life it's it's just so such an inconvenience but that's okay because when this man hits doggy daycare in a week Period. Period. I hope he makes a lot of. I hope he makes a, some new friends. I hope he has a good time. 
hope he doesn't have any kind of separation anxiety praying for all of those wonderful things yeah i'm super nervous i don't want him to get bullied that's my only concern because i feel like tank is so like he's yeah but like in a friendly way let me stop let me not talk like i'm a dog like i know what these dogs are <laughs> no tank tank will make friends with a crackhead um Ooh. which he we gotta literally has <laughs> he literally has on the streets of austin but like Ooh. it's not a problem but i just sometimes he's a lot and older dogs who are more trained are just kind of like they will not give him the time of day so i don't want them to bully him they like this nigga <laughs> yeah you gonna be a daycare like yeah they just chopped off his balls last week so he real gung-ho <laughs> anyway bro take a chill pill okay you're at doggy daycare yeah i just don't want the dog to be mean to him but i'm sure i'm being dramatic but <laughs> calm down bitch this is my whole child this is my whole child <laughs> he's gonna be fine alexis whatever he's gonna be fine okay let's um let's get into this week's topic um it is reality television, and if you haven't noticed by previous episodes or conversations, me and Alexis are really into different kinds of reality TV, you know, black, white, multicultural, all of the fun, 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 fun things. So I thought it would be cool if <laughs> we talked about, you know, our favorite, our least favorite, uh, will we go on those different kinds of shows? Um, right now, we're in the middle of... What's the sh- we're in the middle of Big Brother. I'm in the middle of Love Island USA, and uh, both of us are in the middle of the Encore. <laughs> yeah, previously mentioned on the show. Um, but yeah. So, my first question for you, Alexis, as you pop the top, <laughs> what's your favorite reality TV show? I think my favorite reality TV show is probably The Challenge on MTV. Um, And for the uncultured swine, I'm talking to you, Joel. Um, Joel (laughs) just popped up a cool boy. (laughs) Dang, 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 dang. Joel doesn't watch The Challenge? No, he doesn't really watch, like, TV and stuff like that. He loves kids. Okay. Yeah, I... (laughs) I get it. He's an intellectual. (laughs) Or an athletica, or whatever they be saying. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, he's, like... I think reality TV for him is, like, the basketball game. Okay, it's giving 30 for 30. That's what it's giving. (laughs) It's It's close. He's 31, so, you know... Oh, uh, <laughs> oh my god! The, um, um, okay, the I, challenge, solid choice. Yeah, I like the challenge. Um, which you know, for those who don't know, it's the show on MTV. It's been on for years. So what they did originally was like they used to pull contestants from the real world, and then they like had them go and do like these extreme like challenges on the show, like. I mean, just wild shit um, jumping. I it, it's wild. Like it's very, it's an intricate thing. It's so like you don't have to fear factor. Yeah, I think it's like fear factor. The best way to describe it is fear factor mixed with like survivor, with like a dash of like a uh, ninja warrior. Okay, I'd be good with that. Um, so I would say, yeah, the challenge is for sure my favorite show. I watch it every season. 
uh, like super invested in it. What's yours? Oh, August 18th. I just saw the Kelsey posted the premiere thing. So August 18th, the challenge. Oh, shit. I feel like it comes back so quick now. Which I love. So I was slow to get onto the challenge. Like Kelsey had to put me on like, I feel like maybe like 2020, 2019 when I like actually got invested into the season. But yeah, I will, I will cake for the challenge all day. I'm so invested in like all the stories and the origin stories. And then of course the people of color who dominated last season lit show. But my favorite reality TV show is. We already know it. It's what? Keeping up with the Kardashians. Shut the fuck up. I thought you were saying. You're such a fucking liar. Okay, Don. Totally kidding. Um, but I they did have me in a chokehold for a few years in um high school. So I can't even cap. <laughs> I was like, what the fuck is this coming from? No, 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 no. My favorite reality TV show is obviously Big Brother. Because there we go. The iconicism. They had um, they had a celebrity season. Tamar Braxton won. Like I'm pretty sure she's the first and only black woman to ever win Big Brother. Because like every other show, you know, they're down with the patriarchy and um, you know inadvertently casting racists on their cast or people with really really strong biases that they aren't aware of. But through all of that, it is an incredibly great show. This season, I think they have the most diverse cast they've ever had in Big Brother history. So if you guys aren't watching, it's never too late. Download the CBS app and go watch that because it's so good. <laughs> Alexis, are you caught up on Big Brother? So I'm so glad when you sent me the questions, I was like, oh, I hope she doesn't ask me about fucking Big Brother because I'm not caught up. Last night, I meant to catch up and then I ended up watching Escape Room because the second <gasps> Escape Room movie mm-hmm. just came out. Yeah. Amazon, HBO, Hulu. Uh, it's on Amazon Prime. Woo! Okay, girl. It's like Russian roulette with some of these movies. I'd be like, can I watch it? We'll find out. <laughs> okay, I love the first Escape Room, so I'm definitely going to watch that. Yes, it was so good. The second one, the second one, I don't know if it's on like a streaming platform. I just know it's in theaters right now. Oh, wait, 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 wait. What did you, oh, you watched the original Escape Room. Yeah, I hadn't seen the first one. Oh, yet. I thought you were saying the second one was on Amazon Prime. It might be, girl, but I do not know. Okay, it's giving... I, I, it'll probably be in theaters. I have to watch... I need to go see several movies, actually. I need to see Black Widow. Um, I need to see Space Jam. Girl, Space Jam is on HBO. Don't pay. Don't go to the theaters for that. Come on, give me a fact. I sometimes be wanting to feel, though. You know, I feel like that's one of those things, support... Support black people, you know, kind of that kind of thing. But I'll I'll give my money to Scarlett because support women, obviously. Yeah, give your money to Scarlett. Also, LeBron James got paid regardless of how many people go see that shit. And I'm pretty sure we are not supporting any black business by going to see Space Jam because I'm sure a white man directed it. So the white man owns the studio or whatever. It's not like a get out or, you know, Wakanda. I feel that. that. Harriet Tubman. (laughs) (laughs) Even though I think Zendaya is cast in this movie, right? She is, but she also got her money up front as well. So not you talking like you know these people, like you did, <laughs> like you're their agents. No, like when Malcolm and Marie came out on Netflix with Woo! Zendaya, and like 
you know, the black guy had like produced it and stuff. I was like, no, a thousand percent. We need to make time to watch this. Yeah. Um, because it was like black directed, black written, but Space Jam is not that. Got it. Got it. Got it. Got it. Okay. So back to reality TV. Um, yeah. Big Brother is like, it's the bee's knees. It's essentially um, a reality TV show and it's a game. It's like a challenge game show. They bring in 20 something odd house guests. Um, it's hosted by the fabulous and comparable Julie Chin Moonves. Um, she's so classic. She's been hosting the show since its inception, which is so dope. And yeah, so they bring in 20 something odd house guests. They live in this house with like hundreds of microphones and hundreds of cameras. Every move is tracked essentially. Um, Literally, even when they're showering, the camera could be on them, not showing anything, but like it's on CBS. Obviously, it's a family network, but um, you know, the only kind of like time you probably won't see them is when they're in the bathroom. Other than that, they are tracking every movement. They have they're mic'd up. You hear every conversation. Each week, there is an HOH who plays and wins a competition. They put two people on the block. Those two people can battle for veto competition, and then the whole house votes at the end of the week but like they say on big brother expect the unexpected so you may be hoh and uh julie be like all right so look uh the two people on the block gonna have a chance to go on this competition and uh <laughs> they can save themselves and three other people for the next two weeks like it's just dumb stuff like the producers be coming up with all kinds of foolishness um i just i feel like it's 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 just such a great show like it's been I've been watching it since I was a child. So like, I'm, I'm not gonna say I'm a super fan cause I'm not taking notes and I don't think it's that deep. Um, but it's a great show and I be tuned in most every season. It is really good. I started watching too when I was a kid. My aunt got me like really bought into it and then I fell off for a while. And then Brianna kind of like really put me back onto it. Like even this season, I have retexted and she was like, okay, big brother comes on tonight. Like. 7 p.m. your time make sure you're ready so I started a recording and that's likely what I will watch tonight to catch up because a new episode also comes on tonight yes which means I need to have this recorded edited and posted sometime in between then and now but <laughs> it's gonna be a crazy night um I'm not gonna tell you what happens but I just love that the the season now they have so many blacks the blacks are the blacks are there and you're gonna I don't know if you've seen the episode yet where they like talk kind of you haven't seen it so yeah but anyways no. but anyways there I mean oh the black people I just want them to unite like U-N-I-T-Y like unity okay okay Queen Latifah okay yes. yes but um yeah it's it's a great it's a great time Alexis would you ever go on a reality tv show um I feel like I don't know <sighs> so the prize money for winning Big Brother is $750,000 the challenge is like anywhere between like a quarter of a million and half a million, and a million. sometimes it's yeah. a million yeah depending on how many people they have wins like you could win a million dollars just by doing I, I definitely would not do the challenge I do not think I am like in shape enough for some of these things <laughs> same same I think if I did one, it would probably be Big Brother, but like, I don't know. I just feel like I struggle with having a fucking filter in real life. 
So now knowing like I have a real like professional job and like I'm about to go on TV, I think I would struggle with that. It would definitely be like a, where am I in my career at that point? You think you would lose your job if you would? <laughs> no, I'm not saying I would lose my job, but I'm saying also like, how do I tell my job? Like, hey, by the way, I'm going to take three months off to go fucking play this reality television show. I also like, I don't know. I feel like I'm very concerned about being on reality TV because again, like, I feel like I don't really have a great filter in real life. And now I've got like all these cameras on me and I'd be so conscious. Yeah. Yeah. I I feel like that's just adding a level of like stress that I don't necessarily need. Mm -hmm. That's fair. That's so. And we talked the other day, like with Big Brother, the big thing is like knowing who you can trust and build an alliance with and who you can't. Mm -hmm. And I feel like that first week, I would like be willing to build an alliance with anyone. Okay, and then I feel like I would get caught up. Okay, Frenchie. (laughs) Yeah, that's. I I understand exactly where you're coming from. That's there's a lot of factors that go into like. I feel like you know it's kind of like a oh like once in a life like they always say it's a once once in a lifetime experience. And I I get exactly where you're coming from, but for me. I would do that in a heartbeat. Like I would not be, I would be like, not be worried about work because you know, we can do travel therapy. So like if I choose not to take an assignment for three months, that's my business. (laughs) Then apply, apply. Oh, say this. Let me. Bitch, (laughs) you're going to, and then you won't fucking apply. (laughs) No, me and Kelsey talk about this all the time. Like you, what you trying to do? What you trying to do? What you trying to do? (laughs) <laughs> I mean, that's up to the the casting people. Like, they could be like, "Ooh, no, not a fit for television." Brianna, you have to apply first. For yeah, them to you're say that. so right. You're so, so right. Why? Why haven't you applied? Um, school, job. <laughs> you just fucking said, "Oh, I can take three months. That's my business." This is what I'm talking about. This is the let me get let me get started in my career, dang! Before I just go on reality. <laughs> vision and try to win some money girl but um yeah I I think I would definitely go on the show just because wow what a time and unlike you I have a filter so I'd be in there playing yeah. the- <laughs> Fuck you. no but like, I think that was that's what would be so fun is I feel like if me and you were in the house like and you know the producers love to do stuff like that two best friends from the same blah 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 you know <laughs> trying to spice it up they be trying to trip people up and you know the whole house be thinking oh no one in here knows each other i'm like bro this world is too small you know big brother love to play games like they had twins in the house one time and they had them coming in and out <laughs> like, like trying and the house guests had no clue that two different people was coming in and out they'd be in there doing confessionals both of them sitting up there tripping up the house guests but i feel like if me and you were in there we would have like an unspoken alliance, you know. I wouldn't go in there like, what was it, who was it, Davon and Bailey, or Bailey and somebody. It was that just, shit was so obvious. It was so obvious, like we're not going to be in the kitchen cooking, making bacon grease every Sunday morning, you know, making a big hoopla. I'd be like, oh, I don't really mess with her because I just didn't like her vibe, you know. I'd be lying, you know, because I would be lying. Like, <laughs> meanwhile, we have a whole podcast, you know. <laughs> like, 
and we went to school together. Like, <laughs> that's the kind of game I would play. Like, I would just la 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 until you know they catch my. <laughs> but I don't know. I think it would be so fun. Not that I would be good at any like. I don't know if I'd be good at the physical competitions. I don't know. Some of the mental competitions, too. I'd be like, ooh, my attention span. Um, but I would go on it just for the experience. Because I feel like, why not? You know? No, that's super fair. I just wouldn't be... I wouldn't want to be voted out in the first week. How embarrassing. Embarrassing! <laughs> I was just talking to my cousin about that. I was like, we're not going to... The boy who went home this week, we're not going to remember him. Finale night, who is he? Same thing with the challenge. You be out that first week, unless they do something where you can come back, you're irrelevant. You've essentially you've wasted your time and ours, okay? Because I can't be invested in somebody who's a loser. Not a loser. Well, they're not winners. But yeah, I think it would be... It, well, I wouldn't go on every reality TV show, but I feel like I would do brother. Yes. Okay, so which reality TV show would you not go on? Uh, The Encore. (laughs) (laughs) Well, bitch, you're not in a girl group. Right. right. I would never, I would never do, let's just say, you know, by happenstance, I meet a ball player. I would never do any of the love and hip-hops ever in my entire life. Like, you couldn't hand me a million dollars. I would, I feel like the self-respect I would lose for myself (laughs) if I ever did those shows. Um, and I would never do Survivor because it's giving Naked and Afraid before Naked and Afraid was a thing, and I don't want to be afraid or barefoot in the wilderness ever. No, same. Super same. I would also never do, like, The Bachelor or The Bachelorette. Oh, you wouldn't? No, I just feel like... Mm, There's a lot of, yeah, there's a lot of, like, PDA involved in that. I probably wouldn't do that either. That's not what it is for me. For me, it's like, damn... I guess I shouldn't talk shit because I was gonna say like damn how desperate do you have to be but like I feel like this it's it's probably the same level like for girls who are on dating apps like Mm -hmm. it's it's not any different than I guess going on the bachelor or the bachelorette but like you just won't catch me on national television fighting for a nigga you just won't weeding through oh you mean like would you not be the bachelorette though like would you not be the girl yeah, but I feel like to be the Bachelorette, you got to go on the Bachelor. Oh, is that how they choose? I don't watch that show because I feel like it's it's I feel like it's so scripted. But like they're trying to. Yeah, <laughs> I I feel like nowadays every Bachelorette comes from a prior season of The Bachelor and vice versa. I did not know that. So they already have like their like little community and the people that they're gonna choose from, obviously. Yeah, I guess they can go back and choose from, like, older people from older seasons or whatever, but... Yeah. Yeah. I just... I'm not going to go on national television fucking, like, trying to get a boyfriend. Or I guess it's a fiancé in this case. I'm just not. It's no shade to anyone who does or would. Mm Because Rachel Lindsay, who was the first and only Black Bachelorette, was that bitch. Um, But I'm just not going to do it myself. That's just not my thing. I just wouldn't be willing to, like, have essentially, like, showmances, you know, like they call it a big brother. I would not want to have, like, those kind of romantic affairs on national television. Like, someone that I'm going to be married with, like, once the cameras shut off, like, I'm on, I'm stuck with this person. Like, I don't want that kind of pressure or anything like that clouding my judgment while I go through that process. Also, it's giving, like, harem of men, you know? It's giving very, like, 
why are there so many men just, you know, vying for my attention? I would be overstimulated, overwhelmed. Oh, no, I don't have a problem with the harem of men. I would love a harem of men. That's not an issue for me. I am saying (laughs) I don't necessarily want to do that on national television. Yeah, same, same. I wouldn't either. It does not sound fun. Sounds like peak, peak stressful period. Yeah. What other, do we watch any other reality TV? Besides keeping I I'm not like a huge keeping up fan just I because I there was a time when I did like it but I don't think I've ever consistently watched Keeping Up with the Kardashians because um, it's like I love to hate them like I, I don't know I'm I'm genuinely right now obsessed with Kourtney Kardashian and Travis Barker's relationship I think they're super cute mm-hmm. but I think I'm like in the same breath like chloe is super annoying with all this jordan bullshit and fucking tristan bullshit like bitch tristan isn't loyal stop being upset at jordan for that like you're like she she keeps saying like i how could i forgive tristan and not jordan i have no ill intention towards that girl like bitch we can all see it and we hear it in your tone you do have ill intentions towards her you don't fuck with her and i just feel like at the end of the day, you continue to look like a dumbass bitch for taking Tristan back as he continues to cheat on your stupid ass. But it's like Jordan, who I feel like at one point was genuinely sorry, but then you guys just went and fucking bashed this girl. Like, I hope Jordan doesn't fuck with you guys. Like, I, I really like, I will never support a Kardashian business. I don't give a fuck how good Kylie skin is. I don't give a fuck how good Kylie lip care, whatever the fuck. I will never buy anything from the Kardashians. Wow. They fucking... They appropriate fucking black culture, fucking they period. They do. And then they get upset when like, you know, karma comes around and bites them in the ass. So those bitches are rich enough that like my opinion won't affect them, but like for all intents and purposes, fuck them and fuck their lineage. Sorry, not sorry. Wow, even even baby true stormy. Okay, yes, I get it. They don't do anything. They haven't done anything to deserve this. Insane West. He is so cute. Fuck them all. Like son. You said they ain't got nothing to do with me. That has nothing to do with me. Fuck them all for going and like just having black children. And I'm just like, fuck you guys. Yeah, I feel sort of similar. I'm like also on the fence because again, they had me in a chokehold in middle school. And like the way I was just so invested, like I would be like, Chloe's my favorite. Kim's my second favorite. I don't like the three sisters. And then, like, Courtney just seemed so annoying to me. Like, so, like, Debbie Downer. She was giving, like, Eeyore and Squidward. And I wasn't really there yet, you know, like, adulting-wise. But now I get why she's like that. Her family's annoying. So, like, I see why she has cause to be the way she is. But as far as, like, cultural appropriation goes, I'm just like, I get the argument. And, like, I understand. But I wouldn't go so far as to say I wouldn't support their business. The only reason I wouldn't support their business is because sometimes it's not affordable. But, like, I looked at some of them Kylie skin prices. And some of it is, like the same price as some of these other beauty brands but like again like do i really want it is it quality stuff am i just paying for the name um i would just look at them as any sort of other brand i do think the skims brand is kind of cool that kim k has but i totally get where you're coming from like they have culture they have profited off of the backs of probably hundreds of black people's creative ideas and just continued to make money off of it and kylie even said or was it tyga I feel like Tyga said in an interview, like, when they were dating, he was like, 
you know, like, I'm going to put you on. Like, I'm going to tell you how to, you know, really change the game up, like, how to be successful. He was like, you know, what the black girls are doing, like, the black market, like, black women, like, that's something you got to tap into. Like, something that people that, something that black women do, they start trends, whether it's recognized or not. Whether people are willing to admit it or not, you know, like, black women are it. Like, they create and set the standard for a lot of, a lot of the beauty standards right now. So I feel like Tyga like got in her ear and then Kylie was like, all right, lip injections, overlining, whatever y'all, whatever you got, I got to do. <laughs> like She tapped into it and started profiting off of it. So like from a business standpoint, genius from like a culturally woke and black woman standpoint, obviously I feel like that's very unfair that she was able to make millions of dollars off of that. But again, like I said, I, it, it doesn't impact Jeez. if I was going to buy something from her. Oh, it definitely does for me. Jay-Z has a lyric and it's like, it says something like, why would I buy whatever when Diddy's got Ciroc? That's how I feel. Like, why would I buy from Kylie when Rihanna's got Fenty? Like, fuck you, Kylie. Fuck you and your white bitch cultural appropriation shit. I will a thousand percent go and buy my shit from Rihanna. Thousand percent. But to be fair, I haven't actually bought anything from Fenty either because I'm just a cheap bitch. So that's- And that's your prerogative, but- (laughs) But if you have a choice, you're saying right now, if Kylie's lip lip liner was right here or Kylie's lingerie was right here and Fenty. Girl, I stay on uh, Rihanna's Fenty Savage X. I don't give a fuck if I had to pay $20 more for Rihanna's shit. I'm going to go and support Rihanna before I feed more money into this Kardashian bullshit. Speaking of, I should get on there. I should order myself something Um, nice. Do it, girl. (laughs) Yeah, they're running. No, they're running a sale through the rest of today, and it is, uh, you're, they're giving the free Hydrovisor SPF 30 moisturizer, which is really good, and it smells so good, too. Are they on, oh, an SPF moisturizer? Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. It doesn't smell smell like SPF, though. No, 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 no. Her stuff smells super good. Mmm, okay, okay, because the moisturizer I have now smells like SPF, and I don't like the way it feels but um dang i this is why i don't sign up for like anytime i go somewhere and shop and they ask for my email this is why i don't do that because you was that an email or was that on like instagram that they sent that no no no, that was a text dang they got you on text alerts look i support black businesses Mm, marketing is a bitch (laughs) that's yeah it's the effective marketing campaigns for me Oh, girl. But, um, yeah. So, what are your final thoughts on reality television um, in general? Good, bad, pros, cons? I feel like, first of all, we didn't really talk about the encore, which is mm-hmm. super good. I mean, we talked about it last week. Oh, facts, facts, facts. Okay. Final thoughts on reality television. I think reality television is, like, the most real version of television. Um, so like I mean the fake is they're the realest. No, because someone said whoever that fucking was at the MTV Awards, and they were like, you know what's not real? These scripted characters that you guys love so much. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, facts, like these actually yeah. aren't real people. Mm-hmm. Yes, I do I do agree that like to an extent reality television is like, you know, it's scripted and it's like chopped and edited to look a certain way or whatever, but like that's what makes it interesting to be clear yeah so i'm a huge fan of it i really don't give a fuck what if anyone else isn't 
Um, <laughs> I, I feel like I catch so much shit uh, about like how much reality television that I like. Really? Yeah. For what? Because people are losers. Or I don't know. Maybe I think I'm a loser. Whatever. But I really like reality television personally. So yeah. my unpopular uh, opinion. So whatever. I I'm a fan of reality TV. Um, and I'm here for the mess. So, girl, I mean, low key, same. Like we're really high key. Like for anybody who isn't into reality TV, I just feel like it's so. It's like the tension, they, the producers and the, the people who cast these people, like, it's really talent for me. Like, the talent really be jumping out. And if you ever watched reality television and you, like you were saying, they chop and make it in obscure, obscure, like, our, like, view and then what we, like, receive, like, the way they do it, it's like an art form. Like, they're showing people making all kinds of faces that may or may not be in reaction to what the person who was just on the screen said like they make it, they make it so believable that you were just like pulled into this world of like them. Like all you can really think about is what's gonna happen next, and oh my god, if such and such wins, then what's gonna happen to such and such? And like you just, I don't know. I feel like, I feel like the way that reality TV is set up, it's meant for you to keep coming back. So I just feel like people who don't like it either a haven't tried it, or b like, I don't know. They think they're just probably too good for it or something, or like so above it. But like again, I don't have any qualms with reality TV. Except for the love and hip hops, because the way that they just paint, <laughs> the way that they paint, the way that they, not to say that those producers aren't talented, because the clips that exist on the internet, the memes, the gifs, the videos that exist on the internet from those like love and hip hop, VH1, MTV, not MTV, but like VH1 and Bravo, you know, those things that exist, you know, they're iconic. But for me, it's a lot. It's a lot of toxicity. Which is why I was hesitant hesitant to watch the encore, but it's giving. <laughs> it's, it's giving. I told you. I told you. No, you were so right. Good. No, yeah. I will forever be like, yeah. Alex put me on to the encore. But yeah. Yes. I love putting people on to shit. Um, why don't you put some people on to a Drake lyric this week that they don't know? So, okay. what is your Drake Let's lyric? Play. Okay. Sick. Um, okay, so my Drake lyric is coming from Wasting Time. Featuring okay. by Brent Fayaz. Which, did we talk about how you felt about the song originally? Okay. And how I felt about it? Uh, not on the podcast, no. Okay, I was like, did we talk about that in person or in the podcast? But, yeah, so I, of course, I was like on that sh- when, you know, Brent posted the picture, the artwork. I sent that to Alexis and I was like, be on the lookout. Drake's about to be featured with the fucking Neptunes, like Pharrell's an icon. Like I'm, anyways, I was super hype about it. So of course, when it came out, it was mixed reviews or whatever. What did you say, like that you felt about it when you first heard it? The first time I heard it, I was like, it's just too long. Like it's entirely mm-hmm. too long. Like because I felt like Brent was just saying the same shit over and over, and I was like, one of these could have been, you know, one of these hooks, one of these courses could have been cut out. Like we didn't need to do this five times. Um, but I, I said Drake's Drake's verse was really solid. Like I thought he had some really good like one liners in there, um, and it was so funny because Bree said. I thought the production, she thought like the production of the song was so great. It, it was a buildup, but she was not super impressed with Drake's verse, which just blew my fucking mind because Brie and I are typically 
well, I don't want to say typically, I would say like probably 95% of the time on the same page about Drake's verses. But I know like with different things, like whatever that song, like when Drake releases a song with Rick Ross, Brie typically likes it. And I'm typically like, wow. So I, I feel like that's why I said 90, <laughs> that's why I said 95% because I feel like that's a great example. Like typically when Drake drops with Drake, you're like, no. I, I'm just not feeling it. It's just not, it's not here for me. Like that pineapple song. Yeah, I was, that's exactly what I was saying. Pineapple song. That's just not for me. So you didn't like that song. You did. We talked about this. You probably just blocked it out because you didn't like what I said. For you. I just needed time to do. Are you serious? That's Aston. That's Aston Martin. That is not the pineapple song. Oh, Wait, what's the pineapple song? It see, it's trash. You don't Dice, even remember it. Nice pineapples. Talking diamonds yeah. by star. That's also an iconic Alexis. No, but you just confuse it with Aston Martin. So don't even come. No, me. I'm just saying because all of I feel like all of uh, Rick Ross and Drake songs when they're made, it just the. It's giving champagne. It's giving boss champagne. That's the vibe. It's giving expensive. It's giving, I'm eating lemon peppers in the Rolls Royce. Every time I listen to Drake and Ross on a record, that's what it gives. Go ahead and tell them your, your lyric, girl. <laughs> I cannot believe you don't like Dice Pineapples. I'm definitely listening to that after we get out this episode. But my quote this week is from Wasting Time, like I said. And it is, only time I played a back and forth is a Leah record. One, shout out to Normani and Cardi B for the um, ode to Aaliyah in their latest video for Wild Side. Normani is so talented and the Aaliyah references are, woo, breathtaking. But yeah, the only time I play the back and forth is a Leah record because I'm not going to go back and forth with anybody on my job, patients, mm. co-workers, Ooh. boss. Okay. Because what I said is what I said. And Period. Then, of course, with it being Hot Girl Summer, I'm not going back and forth with none of these niggas. Okay? Are you listening, Glenn Coco? That meant, what? This is, I told you he does not have a special segment. This isn't about him. You act like <laughs> the only person on the roster. Okay? <laughs> Look, you said we weren't talking about other people on the roster, so that's why I just called out Glenn Coco. Okay. Anyways, I feel like he's, I hate, I don't want to be rude. Irrelevant, but <laughs> I don't know. I'm not playing back and forth. You know what I mean? Like, I don't back, back, back and forth. Yeah, no, I'm not doing any of that. That's that's where I'm at this week. Where are you at? I like that. <laughs> I I like your energy. I'm not going back and forth with nobody. Mm-hmm. Nobody. Because exactly. I said what I said. Yeah. And fucking hear me when I say that shit. Okay, so. My Drake lyric is also coming from wasting time this week. What? Um, my the lyric that I've selected is "Hearing me out would." Re- uh, sorry, let me start that over. Let me not botch Drake's lyrics. I'm sorry, best friend. <laughs> the respect. The respect. It's, it's the respect because first of all, I heard this before all of you because he played it for me. But that's neither here nor there. Um. <laughs> The lyric is, hearing me out for once would require you actually listen, damn. So this is my energy this week because I work with um, like a lot of males predominantly um, like in my senior space. 
Um, and I think there are like two males in particular that like, for me, they, they like to hear themselves talk. Um, and that's fine. I feel like whatever. I, I think I am personally one, like I will never repeat something someone else has said just so that I have a reason to hear my own voice. Uh, cause I think it's so unnecessary. So like, these are the type of guys who fucking interrupt you when you're speaking and they're like, oh, sorry, sorry. Don't be sorry, nigga. Just don't interrupt me when I'm speaking. It's, it's very simple. These guys like love to just, they just think that they have so many value added things to say. And it's just like, you guys talk so much. Why don't you take a step back? Let somebody else offer a diverse perspective because surprise, surprise, the white male perspective is like, no one cares anymore, right? Like no one's just dying to hear what every white male in the goddamn room thinks. Fun fact. Right. Um, so it, it's just like so hard sometimes to get a word in. And it's just like, like, I'm not going to fucking yell over you guys to get a word in. Like, uh, it's, it's just not who I am. So. And, and to be clear, these are your subordinates, correct? No, technically they're my peers. Oh, damn. No, my subordinates know better. Okay. <laughs> I was about to say, look, do we need to have a, you know, an assessment of the chain? You know what I mean? This is where no, you. <laughs> the, guy, the guys who work for me, they're super cool. So, like, we have a really good relationship. So, it's not even like that where they would even be disrespectful. Um, yeah. And I'm not even saying these guys are disrespectful. It's just like, God, I'm just so sick of hearing you guys talk all the time. Like they're, they're the first people and the last people to speak. And then they speak like 60% in between that. And I'm just like, okay, got, got it. We have the white male perspective. Why don't you guys take a breath maybe so someone else can talk? (laughs) Yeah. It's giving, mm, we don't care. I hate when people are, I hate, I hate that. I know exactly what you're talking about. It's not, it's not fun for everybody. Everybody knows what's going on except for the people who are doing it. And even then it's like, do they know? And if they do know, do they care? And obviously they don't care enough to correct it if they do know. So I got, I got shushed this week by a white man who is a peer. Up. I got, yeah. So like, I was like making a point to him and I was telling him like something and he was trying to like, get on this call or what he was trying to unmute and say something on this call and I was just t- like trying to tell him before he got on like yo just relax you shouldn't say this and he he shushed me and I said don't shush me and then our boss like who's a white male but he's super cool um he like kind of laughed and I, I don't know if he just wasn't expecting me to say that but like I told him I was like don't shush me that's so rude um so I've gotten a lot better at like I will tell you I don't give a fuck who's in the room um I'm, I'm gonna tell you like don't shush me and he also the same guy who shushed me tried to fucking tell me like oh Alexis you're new like and he's new to the site as well he's like we should just like take it with a grain of salt and maybe just listen more than we're speaking right now and I told him look my voice is just as important as anyone else in some room and this is the job to call out bullshit so no I'm not gonna just not like I'm not gonna just like silence my voice so he's it's like he and I have a very interesting relationship. Oh, since my jaw has been on the floor. <laughs> However long you were saying that, my jaw was on the floor the entire time for you said someone shushed you. Yeah. What the entire, like, what? I, I commend you. I don't know if I've been bold enough to be like, don't shush me. <laughs> you know, because I tend to find more PC ways of, like, getting to people, but, like, I feel like that's exactly what needed to be said so there wouldn't be any confusion. Like, don't ever do that again because you've now crossed 
like a line, like a res- like a line of respect. Like, would you do that to someone who was white and might like who were, or it was someone of your age? Would you want to be shushed? Like, if I shushed you now, I'm the black one with an attitude. You know what I mean? Like, if I if I said shh, would you shush your wife if you even have one? Like, I doubt you do if you're talking to women like that. But like, that is so disrespectful. And for your boss to be like, haha, it's giving, it's giving, I agree with you. And like, I'm glad you said something and I really have nothing further to say. Like, (laughs) silent support. I feel like sometimes not saying anything says a lot. And for him, you know, like that wasn't like, he was like, okay, well, she stood her own. Like, don't shush me. The disrespect. Ugh. Gross. Ew. If I ever saw him, I would give him the up and down. I'd be like, ew, who are you? (laughs) Who are you? The disrespect, bro. The disrespect. Okay. Well, that's it for this week's episode. Um, Don't let anybody disrespect you or tell you to shush on your job this week, folks, who are listening. <laughs> Period. Because, ew. Period. That is ridiculous. Ooh, girl. I did not know that happened. That was a fun little tidbit. Girl. <laughs> <laughs> Now I'm saying, shh, we need to be quiet. No, you be quiet. I'm going to do my job. Like, <laughs> you do what you going to do, but I'm going to handle me. Yeah, I'm going to handle me, and I'm grown. So uh, my Kim, Kimberly Mathis doesn't shush me. So you damn sure are not going to shush me, white man. Well, Don Don be shushing me sometimes, but. <laughs> and that's her prerogative, okay? Because if Kim shush me. That's her business. That's her business. That's her business. <laughs> I would be annoyed and I would I would have a small conversation with her to the side like mom please don't shush me but that is her goddamn business <laughs> I love it stand up for yourselves I wish Alexa could stand up for herself the way you stand up for yourself when I be telling her to shut the fuck up <laughs> keep disrespecting her you're so goddamn rude <laughs> I, I was <laughs> I was on the phone with Bree this week and she came into her house, and first of all, she announced that she was home. So Brianna clearly wanted some type of response from her Alexa. When her Alexa gave it to her and proceeded to tell her a helpful tip, Brianna said, shut the fuck up. And it was so disrespectful. And what she do? She shut her ass up. It's a disrespect for me. That You know what? That's going to wrap up this week's episode. Because I, I won't stand for this. I won't stand being treated uh, this way, and I will not have Alexa treated this way. Y'all, if y'all got an Alexa and y'all tell her to shut the up, she will know exactly what to do. You are laughing too hard at this. Well, friends, we will see you next time. Hopefully, Brianna will be more fucking respectful, but I doubt it. No promises. Okay, bye, guys. Bye.